Absolutely fantastic, guys. That was beautiful worship. Thank you. And I hope you're enjoying it online. I want to really welcome you today, streaming with us, live streaming on Facebook Live this morning. It's awesome to have you here. And uh, welcome to Inspire Church. Um, I really want to welcome those who join us every week online. Wherever you are in the world right now, welcome to Inspire Live. It's a privilege to be with you. And can I just remind you that Jesus is exactly the same right where you are as He is right here with us right now. So the power of Christ is right there with you to bring liberty, wholeness, healing, victory today. And we declare that over your life today as you watch this and become a part of this service. So we love you. God bless you. And uh, before we go on, I'd love you to join me in prayer. And I think prayer is probably the key to unlocking the presence of God right where you are right now. So in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9, probably the great prayer that Jesus taught us. And I wonder if you could all pray with me today and join with me if you're with your family and group, if you're with your, uh, your friends today and watching together. On, make sure you send through a few comments. I'll be looking for your comments later on. And, uh, but it'd be great for you just to interact a little bit. So send some likes. But right now as we go to prayer, Matthew chapter 6, 9, if you need the words, but let's pray together, shall we? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Come on, even if you're online, give a little bit of a shout, send in some likes. And uh, I don't care what you do, but send a few comments in and uh, get excited about what God's doing right now. In fact, uh, it's a great thing to give Jesus a mighty praise. Thank you, worship team. You guys are awesome. And uh, as these guys uh, leave me to it, um, it's been a privilege having these guys here do live worship, isn't it? And uh, I see your comments starting to come through here. And uh, yeah, beautiful worship. Uh, what do we got here? Devin Vitali. Uh, he's pretty excited, drinking his coffee there. Um, Bruce Crozier, good morning. Good morning, Bruce. Good to have you all online. Great to have you with us. And uh, this is a great season in our church. And uh, Jesus is the center of everything. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, we want to thank Jesus for being a part of our lives and for the incredible opportunity to come across online. We have a great team that puts us together every week for you, so we need to be grateful for them too. They do a lot of work to make this incredibly clear for you and coming in loud and clear, I hope, for you this morning. But uh, great to have you here. We're coming in live. What do we got? I'll look at a few comments first. Um, good morning, Inspire Church. Who's this from? Yeah, good on you guys. Keep sending those comments in, guys. Rebecca comment, um, loving my shirt. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Heather, Heather, I'm not sure I know you, but morning, morning. It's good to have you online. And Ashley James, 
Your husband's doing a fantastic job making sound happen here and making this all come across live to you. So we're very fortunate to have that happen. And uh, I think this morning, as we go to God's Word, I want you to be really expectant about what God's Word's going to do in your lives this morning. So Father, I declare right now over your Word that you would unlock the power of the Holy Spirit into the Word this morning, that it would go into our spirit and unlock victory in every part of our lives. I pray right now for any who are sick, who are watching this right now, we declare and we speak the peace of God over you and we speak his victory and his incredible healing power over your life. I thank you, Lord God, that uh, you're a promise keeper, you're a way maker, you're a healer, and we give you all the praise and all the glory this morning. You are the center of everything we do. And God, we are excited about the people who are joining right now who are being set free, unlocked, healed, and gaining victory in Jesus' mighty name. So get ready, whoever you are this morning, get ready for a mighty breakthrough in your life. I really felt that this morning's message was going to unlock somebody who's been in a battle, you've been in a war, and there's victory coming your way this morning. So as you tune in and grab a hold of God's Word, let it really birth something of hope inside your life. So we've been going through the book of Luke and the book of John and touching on some scriptures there about the new wine, okay? We're talking right now about the new one. We're leading in and we're starting our fast tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I hope you're all ready for that and you've been following us. All the instructions are on our web page and you need to download the fasting book right now so that you can be prepared to go on that fast. But in, uh, in Mark chapter 9, um, Jesus is talking about fasting. And uh, there's some great instruction in the Word of God about fasting and about why we do fast and what fasting means to us. And uh, I know that there's many of you that maybe have never fasted. Um, Kevin Ahern, great to see you online there this morning. Um, a lot of people watching. Send in your likes and send in a few uh, encouraging, those little starry things that come up, starbursts or whatever they are. Uh, keeps me going. But here's what I want to say is that fasting is a very powerful weapon in our hand. Now, we're following Jesus, of course. Everything we do as we go through the book of Luke and the book of John, we see Jesus, our example, and we follow him at the beginning of his life and his ministry life in, in Luke where he begins with baptism. And we see what happens there is that a dove came from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Immediately after that, and we kind of miss this bit, but immediately after that, he's led into the wilderness. The Spirit leads him into the world. So this is part of the journey of Christ that we follow as an example, and we need to make our example. And so Jesus starts off there with baptism. Then he goes in to a season of 40 days of fasting. And it's very powerful. And people say to me, well, Don Wright, why fasting? In fact, uh, probably be comments coming this morning. What, why fast? Why do you fast, Don? Before your comment comes, or I'm glad you asked that question, because here's one thing I want to say about fasting. Because people often ask me, I try to do a fast at the beginning of every year. And right now we're, we're a little bit later in the year because of COVID and, and things that have happened and all our lockdowns and what have you. But people ask me, Don, what does fasting actually do for you? Or what 
why do you do fasting? And I think people want to do fasting to try to please God or to try to uh, open up some greater access into victory in their world or to try to uh, get some favor on their lives. But here's the reason I fast, all right? It's not to get more of God. It's to give God more of myself. And, and I really want you to get that. If there's a key point I want to give you this morning, as we go into the seven days of fasting as a church and as you join with us, maybe all over the world this morning, there'll be people, I believe, joining with us as you watch this. But it's a powerful key that unlocks incredible victory and a spiritual realm opens up in your world that prepares a way for you. So why do I fast? I mean, the reality is I fast to simply say, God, I want you to have more of me, more access to my life, more access to my mind, more access to my spirit. And we've been talking about new wine. And the bottom line of that could be for you this morning. We just want to make room for the new wine. And, and we've learned as we've, as we've studied scripture that Jesus doesn't necessarily pour wine into an old wineskin. He wants something fresh and new. And so I want to prepare myself as I fast that fresh new wine can be poured into my life and I begin to overflow with a greater sense of victory. So just a couple of keys about fasting, just so that you can uh, follow along and you can have a, a, a quick pointer here. So these are just some quick rapid fire pointers for people that are uh, thank you, John Long. Oh, John Long, all the way from the USA. Great to see you on there. Um, friends in Vietnam coming through right now. It's great to have you guys online. Absolutely brilliant. And welcome. Welcome wherever you are in the world, okay? So it's just some key points you can write down about fasting as we go into this seven-day fast, starting tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., and here it is. Number one, it cleans out the temple. It cleans out the temple. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we, as we journey through life, you know, a lot of stuff happens. We're influenced by a lot of things. And sometimes we just need to have a good fast to tune our spirit in to the voice of God again. It breaks religiosity and how easy it is to become religious in our mindset and our thinking, a little bit judgmental. But to get back to the, the, just the sweet essence of the grace of God flowing through our lives, it refreshes your character. So if there's one reason you want to do fasting, it's to get your character refreshed. Get rid of some of that stuff that's, that's blocked your character and stopped you from living online and on course, the battles we have in life. And I know there'll be people online watching right now that are going through some spiritual battles, individual battles where spiritual forces have come against you and they're locking you down. Well, I really believe right now that fasting unlocks your character and causes it to rise up into a place of freshness again. Integrity, freedom, blessing, all flow out of fasting. But number one and the greatest key probably is new beginning. New beginnings. Even uh, doctors will tell you that there's something about fasting that renews your system. It re establishes and restarts. And we've been talking about restarting. We've been talking about resurgent. We've been talking about this is a great season of new beginnings. So the other thing about fasting, it suppresses the other senses. Now, this is what I love about fasting. It literally pushes the other senses down 
and it actually enables you to hear and tune into Christ's word in your life to a greater degree. So you get tuned in as it were. And I would really encourage you right now to go to the Word of God during this fast. And we've given you, as you can download it off our website, a fasting book there that will really help you with that. And uh, you're hearing. This is literally what happens to me and many people I've talked to. Your hearing increases. You actually, as you read the Word, you know it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, you're hearing actually increases as you read the Word of God and it begins to jump out of you. And the, the, probably one of the, the great things that happens in fasting is the temptation to eat again. Like on Monday night, you'll go to bed really hungry. You'll want to eat your pillow. And uh, the reality is that that's how fasting works. Now, it's called breakthrough. And uh, in John 4.31, uh, his disciples said to Jesus, Hey, Rabbi, why don't you just eat something? And he said this, and I love this. Jesus' response to them was, I have bread that you know not of. I have meat that you know not of. And the reality is, in the spirit realm, in the Word of God, as you go to the Word of God, which Jesus had incidentally when he was fasting in the wilderness, and, uh, you know, remember the, the enemy came, the devil came and said, if you're the Son of God, and he said, it is written. And he always went to the Word. Jesus also said this. He said, do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So I want to say, during this fast, let's go to the Word. And we've given you seven days of leading scriptures that can guide you into prayer and the Word of God. Because faith will always come by hearing. And hearing comes by the Word of God. So tune your life into God's Word and let it be a great key to unlocking your future. Here's the other thing I want to say about fasting. The devil will attack you because he attacked Jesus in the wilderness. He attacked Jesus' identity. If you're the son of God, who are you, in other words? And identity would be one of the greatest uh, um, character values that we have that's under attack today, a man or a woman's identity. Who are you in Christ? And I have found personally with fasting in my world that what happens is as I fast, my identity becomes stronger and stronger. And Jesus was attacked in the same. He was attacked with his identity. The enemy came and said, who are you? What's your purpose? What's your calling? What's your mission? And it, but I want to promise you this. Even though those things may come, at the end of your fast, let me say to this, you are going to end up far stronger than you ever were. And I really want to give you that as a key today. You won't feel beat up. You won't feel pushed down. And as with Jesus, it says Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Let's see if we're getting any comments coming through because I'm missing the amens and the hallelujahs that we normally have in church. So got a couple, oh, Wayne Sloan, preach it. Jesse Kelly saying awesome. Uh, Ellen Swaffert. I don't know, he's talking to another one of his friends on there. That's what he does usually too. But anyway, back to it. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for all those hearts that are flying up there and, uh, and the, um, the hand up, the thumbs up signal. That's absolutely awesome. But let me say this to you. It says that Jesus, and I love this, he returned in the power of the Spirit. After fasting, he returned in the power 
of the Spirit. And what I want to say to you today, and I want you to get this if you're online, what's on the inside of you begins to come out. It begins to breathe out of you. It was after that fast that Jesus entered his miraculous ministry, okay? So things like they said this about him. No man speaks like this man. And, and they were astonished at the authority that Christ had on his life after a season of fasting. This is why I love fasting. It unlocks everything that we are. This church, this ministry is really established on fasting. And then Jesus comes out of his fast, then he goes into the temple, and you know, he quotes Isaiah 61, brings the word of God alive. It's not religion any longer. It's not formulas any longer. And Jesus arrives there and he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the good news. And, uh, and I just love it. It's the power of Christ. And this morning, I want you to get it where Jesus spoke about the new wine. And in Luke chapter 5 and verse 38, could pop up on your screen, I don't know. But Jesus spoke about putting new wine into new wineskins. Not the old wineskin, but the new wineskin. You've got to get your wineskin refreshed. In John 2, we've talked about this a little bit, but it's a story of how they ran out of wine. And in John chapter 2 and verse 3, Mary comes to Jesus and she says, Hey, we've run out of wine. And I think there's a lot of people that run out of their fizz. They run out of their energy. They run out of their spiritual dynamic. And uh, we all know it takes years to produce a good wine. I'll drink to that. Years to produce a great wine. And uh, yet Jesus, the miracle worker, the creator of all time and being, he creates it in a moment. And he creates it in barrels. In an instant, he creates this, this new wine. They've run out of wine, and Mary comes. You know the story. And, and he says, Jesus, we need some new wine. And he says, Mother, what's this to do with me? But he ends up doing it, and he makes wine in an instant. What should have taken months, even years, for it to produce a good wine, Jesus makes it in washing barrels. So he changes the dynamic. He says, I'm going to use these cleansing barrels to make this wine in. And I believe our lives are represented there that God wants us to be a wash, washed out, clean barrel that he can pour in some new wine. Jesus is very in innovative here. He's before they ever started making it in barrels, he's pouring it in. They used to make it in wine skins and leather skins, but Jesus changes things. And I love what it says in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 18 and 19. Forget the former things. In other words, forget the past. Do not dwell on the former things. Here, it's a brand new thing that I'm about to do. And I believe God's about to do something new in our lives, in your lives, in our church, in the, in the season we're living in. It's a reset. It's a resurgence. And uh, maybe you're watching today and you need a brand new beginning. Well, I want to say this is your opportunity today for a brand new beginning to let Jesus come in again and begin to wash you. And over this next week through this fasting, you can change your life. It's interesting that one of the times that wine is mentioned in the Bible is to do with servanthood, about serving. It's an association with serving. And I think one of the greatest thing, uh, uh, destinies on our life, one of the greatest assignments on our life is to be able to serve the kingdom of God. We said before we prayed, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, God wants to move through us to do that. And wine was used in the drink offering. 
They called it the drink offering because it was poured out. It was like a life poured out to be influential and effective in bringing the kingdom of heaven here onto earth. So it symbolizes your life. So the drink offering was always symbolizing a life that was ready to be poured out, a life that was wanting to be willing to obey God's call and God's incredible leading in being a servant of God in His kingdom. And and let's think about this a little bit this morning. We used to sing a song in church. I remember this song, and we don't sing it anymore, but it was very powerful. It was, here's my cup, Lord, fill it up. And I don't know about you this morning, but I'm always looking, God, I want my cup to be filled up. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. And every one of us in our soul realm, there's a thirsting there for more of God. The song went on, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. I tell you, there's there's supernatural um, uh, capacity you can draw on during this fast that will unlock you and cause you to be an incredible man and woman and young person, teenager of God. So come on, what are you hungry for this morning? It comes down to basically, what are you hungry for? It wasn't until, remember with that wine, even though it was in the barrel, no one knew whether it was wine or not yet. It wasn't until they poured it out. And it's not until our lives are poured out that you really see what's there. See, the pouring out involves faith. And to go into a fast involves faith. In Isaiah 40 and verse 31, it says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will rise up on wings like eagles. And I'll tell you right now, you see, I meet so many people and they're lacking in capacity, lacking in in vibrancy. And the reality is it's only when you get the new wine on the inside that you begin to overflow with what's on the inside of you. So what are you waiting for? Let's get into this and make this a key in our lives today. The best wine, incidentally, that you'll ever buy, they tell me this anyway as I talk to vineyard owners and winemakers, they tell me that the best wine you will drink is often a result of the harshest conditions. So we want to have a cruisy life where everything's sort of flowing in our world, but fasting actually brings you into a bit of a place of self-denial. It gets a bit tough. Sometimes you've got to push through a little bit. In the Garden of Gethsemane, which was the olive press, Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he could see the entire potential of his death, resurrection, and power bringing liberty to all of us who are watching here today and who are part of the service. So Jesus could see that, and yet the enemy came and tried to distract him from that, tried to distract him. And as Jesus looked, because who would want to face a cross? But Jesus looked at you and I and he saw the victory in our lives. And on that note, he said, not my will be done, but thy will be done, O God. And I believe today that's the choices we have to make in our lives. This is where the new wine flows. This is where the fresh wine comes. Remember the Holy Spirit comes on wings of praise. So sometimes in the middle of those difficult places, even as you're fasting this week, you'll find that it'll get tough. Let's not kid ourselves, it gets tough. The old hungered thing starts rising up on the inside. How are we going here? Ask us tomorrow night, that'll be about right. Tomorrow night you'll be looking a bit hungry. And uh, 
So that's where I'm going to give you a real key here that will unlock you. Go to worship. Go to praise. There's something about singing in the middle of harsh places. Remember, Paul and Silas are locked in prison. It's really tough. And instead of moaning and complaining about the situation, they started singing. They started worshiping. And next thing you know, an angel from heaven came, busted the chains off them, opened the prison doors, and out they went. And uh, so I want you to really be encouraged that you can worship. In fact, right where you are right now, why don't you lean over to whoever's, if you've got, you've got your families there, some of you, some of you are alone. But right now, lean over to the person. Just put your hand on them and pray for them right now that God would give them great victory in this season of fasting. Just pray right now. Put your hand on top. Put it on yourself. If there's nobody with you, put it on your own spirit right here and say, I speak incredible victory over my life this week as we go into this fast, that it would unlock the potential of God. As I lay my life down and sacrifice myself, I pray that God would release me into the incredible promises he has for me in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Okay, so in Luke chapter 4, we meet Jesus, as I said, right where he is at the beginning of his ministry. So he is our example. So a lot of people push fasting aside and say that was for then or that's for a specific people. But we follow Jesus in baptism. Let's follow him in fasting and let it be an example that unlocks. Because fasting, I can tell you this, if you want to write a point down this morning, Jesus knew that fasting produces a dimension of power that you can't gain any other way. Fasting produces a dimension of power that cannot be gained any other way. Doesn't matter how much you read the Bible, but fasting will unlock the victory of God into your world. So, and remember the whole book of Luke, you know, Luke chapter four, it's talking about Jesus' baptism and his genealogy, moves into Luke five. And in chapter five and verse 33 of Luke, Jesus said to them, Sorry, they said to Jesus, why do John's disciples fast and you don't? Well, Jesus answered, there will come a day and then they will fast. So, so here's that day, friends, right now where we need more of the power of God. We need more of the love of God in our world. So this is an opportunity. So remember, fasting's not, sorry, fasting is not just trying to get more of God. It is really trying to give God more of yourself. Remember that. That's one of the keys that I believe. In 2 Kings chapter 4, uh, you know the story where the widow had to borrow vessels. And as long as there were empty vessels, the oil kept flowing. Well, it's the same with the wine. It's the same with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Heaven has no shortage of anointing, oil, wine, healing, miracles. There's no shortage in heaven. Heaven is loaded with miracles and power and victory and breakthrough and vision and, and uh, whatever you need today, heaven's loaded with it. But the problem is a shortage of empty, clean vessels. And one thing I can promise you is that when we want to receive more oil, we need to prepare ourselves. We want to receive new wine. We need to prepare ourselves as a new, fresh vessel. The real reason I fast, if you really want to know, is the feeling of my own inadequacy. Because you can read the Bible. I've been to Bible college. They taught me a lot of great stuff in Bible college. And, but all those keys, if you're not careful, they become religious formulas. 
What we need is the power of the Holy Spirit in our world. So, so I fast generally because I want to offer myself my giftings, my talents, my abilities. Because if you're not careful, you start to rely on your own abilities. If you're not real careful, you start to. A new beginning for someone right there, right now. Glodina Clifton, a brand new beginning. I declare it over your life today. I declare it over your spirit, over your home as you're watching. Others who are watching right now, I declare a new beginning in Jesus' name. But let me tell you, my own inadequacy, if I just rely on my giftings and my talents and my ability, but my dependence on God and His anointing comes as I fast, as I get into God's Word, as I, as I seek the pages of this book and understand His promises to me that come alive when you're fasting, incidentally. But you've got to really key in because His, His anointing has to come on our gifts and our talents if we want to produce what God has called us in our assignment, in our identity of who we are. And God's blessed you with incredible talents. God's blessed you with amazing gifts. God's blessed you with an incredible capacity to do so much more. But if we just rely on who we are, it don't work, friend. I want to tell you, our inadequacy will always fall short. That's why we fast, so that we can get God's anointing on everything we do. After one of the great fasts I did one year, we were blessed. To, we were struggling as a, as a pioneer church. We were struggling to get a property. And it was after one of those fasts that God opened a miraculous door and we were able to purchase this building, 28 William Pickering Drive here in Albany. And it was only after a fast that God unlocked it. Literally, I'll tell you right now, it, it, people say, well, Don, that was, you, you, it must have been wise and clever. And it was wise because we go to God's Word and Proverbs, there's 31 of them, one for every day of the month. And you can gain wisdom from that. But it wasn't through my wisdom alone. It was through, and not, the, not to um, fade out the great people that were around me, the great team, but it was majority the anointing of the Holy Spirit on a vision and on a dream that God had given us. And God unlocked the capacity for us to purchase this building. Uh, another year, I'd just finished a fast. In fact, uh, 10 years ago, um, 10 years ago on Friday, uh, I was fasting and I, I did a, I think it was a 21-day fast, came out of that fast, had a vision in the night of starting a church in Singapore and uh, got a phone call, Pastor Hamish, who's probably watching right now, and our church in Singapore was launched at the end of a fast where a vision from God came that unlocks the supernatural we try to do things in the natural. They don't work for him. But I want to tell you, fasting unlocks the supernatural. In Luke chapter 5 and verse 37, Jesus said, no one takes new wine and pours it into old wineskins, okay? That's because new wine is still fermenting. It's still fermenting. And what it would do, it'll burst the old wineskin. Now, this is why we fast this week because we want to get fresh new wineskins. We want our temple to be so fresh and so clean that God can pour in something fresh. You know, the old wine, it stops fermenting after a while. It stops fizzing and it stops having that, that um, 
uh, can't remember, it, it, it fizzes, okay? And uh, whatever the word is there. And, uh, but as it's fermenting, it fizzes and it causes expansion. Now, the reality is some of us need a little bit more expansion in our world. I'm not saying to get bigger because you'll probably get skinnier over the next week, all right? But it gives God the opportunity to expand His giftings, His abilities in your life. And I really want to say that there's a lot of activity whenever there's new wine poured into a new wineskin. When it's new, when it's just fresh, there's a lot of activity. Some people have lost their spiritual activity. It's like I said the other day, we haven't stirred the pot for a while. There are giftings laying dormant in our life, but we need a little bit of activity. We need to stir up some of the giftings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I made myself some porridge this morning, and you've got to stir that thing up and get the stuff off the bottom, or it'll burn to the bottom. I think a lot of people, their lives, it's stuck to the bottom. And I reckon this fast this week will unlock some of you into the credible victory that God's got for you. So, so let's, one of the other great keys of fasting is putting Christ first. And I want to put him first in my life. And I guarantee you that um, as you deny yourself this week and you put Christ first, that he rises up in your world in your family, in your home, in your business, in everything you're a part of. And so, like I said, tonight you may be a little hungry. And uh, boy, press through, friends. Press through. You'll hear voices. You'll hear voices saying this to you. What's the use of this fast? What's the purpose? What's it going to do for you? And uh, you're not the first to hear those voices because Jesus had that when he was in the wilderness, remember? The devil came along, like I said before, and he came along, who the heck are you? What are you doing this for? What victory is it going to be? And, and fasting, here's what, here's what I'll tell you. Fasting heightens your awareness. It heightens your awareness, and uh, you begin to understand, hey, hang on, I'm a son of the living God. I'm a daughter of the king, and there's something about me that when, when we prayed before uh, that heaven would come on earth, we are the instruments of God's hand in that. We are somebody. We are God's children called for such a time as this. And your identity is incredibly important in that. And fasting will clarify your identity. People always say to me, Don, how come you have such a healthy identity of who you are in Christ? Well, I believe it through fasting. I believe it through the days I went out into the bush and just spent one week out in the middle of the bush away from everything and camped out there, slept on a rock, but just got close to God and fasted and got my identity clarified in my life. And then, friend, when the enemy comes and tries to pull you down, man, I tell you what, you just rise up and you say, it is written, I am a son of the living God. And I know who I am. So, but let me say this to you, fasting without the word of God, fasting without this, without the word of God in your life and without prayer, and uh, prayer is a key that unlocks, let me tell you. So fasting without prayer or the word really is just going on a diet for a week. And so I'm going to really suggest that you get into the word. You'll find that God will unlock fresh, fresh just fresh revelation out of his word. As, as the enemy said, who are you? If you're the son of God, and Jesus came back with the word, it is written. And I want to encourage you with that. In Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, and I love this part of it, because in verse 14 it says these words, 
and when Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hey, Jesus went into this fast having an anointing on his life and having ability, but he came out of the fast in a whole different capacity. Hey, you're going to come out of this fast, whoever you are on here, and I'm keeping a bit of an eye on you, but you're going to come out of this fast, friend, with an incredible overflow of an authority in the Holy Spirit. I promise you that. You stick to this fast. You press through some of the stuff. You might have had an internal knowledge before, but you're going to come out with an external revelation of who God is in your life and what He can do and the circumstances He can change. So let me say this to you, Inspire Church, get ready for a mighty move of the Holy Spirit in the next few weeks. Get ready for an increase. Get ready for a, a Holy Spirit revival in Jesus' name. And I believe right now we're kicking it off with this fast. Like Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Isaiah 61, Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the good news. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Man, I tell you, you talk about heaven coming to earth. Let me tell you this right now, friend. It's the power of the Holy Spirit in your life that brings victory in your family, your home, your business, your finances. Um, I think today there's a lot of confusion and Mate, I was just looking online for some of the, the concepts of fasting and there's so much kind of new agey stuff on there, rocks and crystals. Let me tell you, demons are not intimidated by rocks and crystals or incantations or chants, but they are intimidated by the power of the Holy Ghost. And it unlocks people and it unlocks people out of pain and it unlocks people out of being bound up and shackled down. And this week, I believe God is going to set you free in Jesus' name. And uh, don't underestimate the day we're living in, in a day when thousands and thousands of people, as I speak to people across the board and in different circumstances I'm in, that are being shackled by the lies of the enemy. And friend, I want to tell you, let's see people set free today in Jesus' name. Jesus said, don't live by bread alone, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. It says, when you become weak, then you are strong. Hey, do you love that? Put a few, put a few smiley faces on here. Put a few hearts on there. And uh, let's go with what Jesus wants. Hey, Peter, he fasted for three days. Elijah fasted. Paul fasted for 14 days. Then he hit the wall. That's when the enemy generally whispers, why are you doing this? Nothing's changing. But you and I know that as with Jesus, he came out the other side filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is where it's all about drawing close to God. So I encourage you right now, this fast will open the doors of heaven over your world. It will put favor and blessing and opportunity and get ready for everything God's about to do in your world, actually. I know what I'm talking about, friend. I've done several fasts, and it's always been an incredible key in my life that has unlocked a victory. And the things that God has done through this ministry are all down to fasting and prayer and the Word of God. And are you ready to enter this season? Are you ready to get into a brand new season in your life? Because I, I would call you into it with us this week. And I'd say, let's fast together. And then let's come together at the end of the week and celebrate like we've never celebrated before. Because you have an assignment on your life that is too valuable to let it lay down. Why don't you pray with me this morning? 
you're watching online, I want you to join with me. And we're going to pray. And I want you to make this your prayer, okay? So pray this with me. Put your hand just on your, on your heart right there and say, Lord Jesus, I put my life in your hands. I withhold nothing. See, right there is a key. I withhold nothing. I present my body as a living sacrifice. That's the drink offering being poured out, poured out right there. I present my body as a living sacrifice. Clean me out, O oh God. Every unclean connection right now, I call it broken and busted. I declare it gone in Jesus' name. And right now I ask, Holy Spirit, come in and come afresh and fill me with the new wine. I want a new season in my life today with your power. And God, I pray right now that you would move through my life, that you would worship through me, that you would serve through me as I lay my life down today as a living sacrifice. I am saved. I am forgiven. I am free. And now I declare to you, here comes the new wine in Jesus' mighty name. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm excited with those of you who are joining with us in this fast this week. And I really want to encourage you right now from all over the world or right here in our own city in Auckland, right here in Singapore, as you join with us in this fast, make sure you download it off our website and get ready for God's powerful breakthrough in your life this week. It's been a privilege sharing this message. I pray that you are blessed right now. Before I go, you're watching online right now. You are shackled. You are bound up. And Jesus came to set the captives free. And right now, I want to believe with you. Whoever you are, you're watching this right now and you're saying, well, how do I connect with the love of Jesus who came to set me free? Friend, it's as simple as this. If that's you right now, pray with me and receive Christ as your Savior. And simple, pray this right now. Jesus, forgive me for my sin. Right now, I acknowledge you are my Savior. And today, I receive you into my life. Today, I accept you and receive you, and I start a brand new life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.